Howdy, everyone. I'm Noah. I'm joined with Dakota and Caleb, and this is PAT, the Partially Athletic Trio. We are a sports podcast on all your podcasting streaming platforms, wherever you're listening to. We'll hopefully be on there. We are going to post episodes weekly for sure, and hopefully in the future, bi-weekly if we have time. We're going to discuss mainly football, college football, NFL, anything around that offseason, transfer window, all that stuff. We're also going to cover major sporting events like the NBA Finals, you know, the Champions League, the MLB season starting up soon. So we'll always tie those in and we'll, you know, we'll filter in everything in there. And we hope you continue listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope if we can get it set up in time, you can give us feedback on what we're missing out on and what you all would like to see. But thanks for listening and let's get in. On this week's episode, we're going to cover the TCU-Georgia game, if you call it a game. That was a blowout. The Black Monday firings, we're going to cover who's on the hot seat next, best best places to land for a coach, and the most surprising, least surprising, and of course, our playoff predictions. We're going to go bracket by bracket, break it down from all of us. But first, let's go into the college football playoff championship game. I have my thoughts, but I'm going to go to Caleb first, and let's hear from him on what he thought the game. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, like you said, it wasn't really much of a game. It kind of looked from the onset, from the first or second drive, that you could just see the disparity between the teams. Uh, Georgia looked bigger. They looked faster. They looked better prepared. Um, I wasn't expecting Georgia to come with that hurry-up offense that they were running. That's typically more of TCU is shtick that they do, but I think it really caught them off guard, and you could just see the there's just levels to the athletes, to the coaching staffs, to the game plan. It was just a whole different, whole different style of play. Yeah, it looked like they were playing Madden on rookie mode. Yeah, that's totally that's what it looked like. I I do not understand the preparation for TCU in that game. Like we had all year, you had a few weeks to prepare for Georgia, and that was the best you can come up with, holding them to 65 points. I mean, they were eating wings from the stands that at halftime. I mean, I mean that's embarrassing that for TCU, embarrassing. and I was rooting for TCU. I mean, first Texas school, you know, Aggie here, Longhorn over there, and, you know, we're, we're rooting for the Texas school to beat beat Georgia, but that was sad. I mean, what did you think of how the quarterbacks played in the game? Yeah, it just Max Duggan, I think, is a great quarterback. Uh, I watched him play very closely this year because I'm a Big 12 guy, and he had no time to throw. You can see the difference between Georgia's O-line and TCU's O-line. Stetson Bennett had all day in the pocket. He was just standing, making read for read. He had all day. He could throw it to whoever he wanted to, and they were going to make a play. And then Max Duggan was running for his life. I believe he was sacked six times at the end. I think it was six yeah, times at the end of the game. Half of those, six or seven, I believe. Almost half of those were backups. Georgia yeah, had already called yeah. off the dogs, no pun intended, and was putting in backups and was still running roughshed over TCU's O-line. Like I felt bad for him because I think Max Duggan's a solid quarterback, and I think he could be a solid – so probably a backup quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he'll be like a franchise guy for anybody. Well, with that game, I don't think his draft stock improved if anything went down. No, but I don't think anybody's draft stock uh, improved, especially one main guy I want to focus on is Quentin Johnston. Man, he's I think he's supposed to be the number one receiver in the draft. He Yeah, he I've seen some projections stud. for that. He is a stud, and he gets what one catch for three yards. Game. Yeah, they they didn't get him involved. I mean, and I think that that it was literally a throw behind the line of scrimmage. Like, you know, I know Ringo's a good quarterback and all, but not that good. they they were they were play, not that good, and they were playing backups. You know, while they were playing deep into the fourth quarter, TCU was playing their starters. And I mean, where is the? I mean, the offensive coordinator here. I mean, we TCU really's got to take a look at that and be like, if we want to go up against these big schools and these playoffs, we want to be a big house name. And we, we put up seven points against Georgia after Ohio State put up 41 last week. Now, I'm not saying you go put 41 points, but seven points is all you put up? All game. All game? And you're supposed to have the number one receiver in the draft, a, a Heisman finalist, at quarterback? 
and I know it's, and not even to, oh, oh, it's just oh, it hurts me. Yeah. And I just, know it's easy to say like oh, the talent disparity like Georgia just has better players, but not that much. TCU has some. They have players on their team. They have D one players. Transfer portal. They have power five players that are going to go to the league and go to NFL. But the game plans, man, like when. How do you single coverage Brock Bowers, the best tight end in the country, all game, and have him just go bananas on you all game? And the funny thing is they're rushing three people, three or four people most of the time. They're playing that DJ Durkin defense, dropping eight in coverage, and Brock Bowers was running through the defense. Yeah, it was. Georgia wasn't even trying to hide it. They're like, we're going to Bowers. We're going deep to Makaki. You can't stop us, even though you have like three guys around him in coverage. Yeah, it was a tight end party. Like the the game plan, how Georgia's perfect game plan, how to shut down Quentin Johnston. They double covered him, had the number one on him, and had the safety over the top. And you leave their best player single coverage the whole game. Like you could tell, like the coaching, but the TCU, like their coaching staff, they just seem to be like out of their depth. Like it was, it was just not good. And that's surprising for Sonny Dykes, you know, because he's a he's a really good coach. He's been in big games before, and I would expect I expected a lot more. I expected a better adjustment at halftime. Definitely, you know, you go into halftime down that many points. My my message in that locker room is, guys, let's go out and get some points. You know, we're not winning this game. We we all know it. There's no way. There's no way we're winning this game. But let's not be embarrassed. Let's go put up some points. Let's make it respectable. They're gonna play their backups. You know, they'll play their third string. They're going to be celebrating already. They're going to be, you know, popping champagne on the sidelines. Let's go and get some touchdowns. Let's make some stops. And the defense did make some stops. The offense, again, lackluster. Lackluster. And the funny thing is to me is, I don't know if you saw it, but Carter, you know, he's supposed to be a top three pick in most drafts. He didn't even have much impact on the game. I mean, he, you know, he wasn't, you know, he was rushing, you know, he was getting some pressure, but he wasn't, he wasn't back there every play. They were able to run the ball actually in Georgia. I mean, it's not like he had a, you know, Heisman worthy performance, a number one overall pick performance in that game. And that's the sad sure. thing to me is their best player wasn't even having a, you know, great game. He could just have a decent game and still hold you to seven points. Yeah, it was a team I effort. Mean, like it was a sack party at the quarterback. Like, First one it really was wins. like they were like having fun playing games out there like it was it was sad i mean if if what's true is about how they prepare the mentality for the georgia players saying that nobody believed in you you've been underdogs all year you know all that spiel that's great shout if that's kirby. how you hyped them up shout out kirby i mean that's genius that's a genius idea because from our perspective as fans the whole year we were like Georgia's number one. No one Georgia's thought they were going to win it back to back. Five or six and six. I haven't yeah, met one person who thought that. I, I maybe them, you know, them Twitter bandits just sitting there posting on Twitter all day, complaining. Tennessee fans, I don't know. But Kirby, if 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 that's true, he got in his players' heads like that. Genius, great coaching. I mean, that's what I want to see out of a coach. I want to get in my guy's head and say, hey, they think we suck. They think there's no way we can do back to back. We lost all of our good players to the draft. They're all in the NFL now. You guys are scrubs. If that's the mentality he had going in the season, and they're probably going to have more picks, better players this year than they yeah. did last year, arguably. If that's the mentality, I mean, genius, genius. Give that man a raise. Yeah. I mean, shit, it could be three in a row. This, Excuse my French there, but three in a row is going to be crazy. That would be nice. And their schedule next year, we can talk about that later. Is schedule is crazy soft. easy. Like away, I mean, Tennessee's Tennessee the only the toughest game they play, but that's it. Florida, maybe. No. I mean, Old Miss doesn't look like they're going to be anything. No. I mean, they're starting out playing Tennessee Martin. I mean, it's it's a layup schedule if you ask me. But but here's the thing about that is if you know, you play that schedule and you lose, it's going to be look really bad on you. You only have, like, I would say Tennessee and Florida if you're losing there. They don't have much breathing room, but I still don't know who's going to beat them next year. I I really don't see it either. I I think the SEC is going to be wide open in terms of the championship because, you know, Florida Florida has a shot. Tennessee has a shot. Alabama has a shot. Dare I say it, A&M has a shot. We'll see. But, but Georgia's the team to beat right now. And I mean, we saw Jimbo. Uh, Jimbo 
you know, talking all his hype up, and then we saw Saban on the broadcast, you know, for the 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 ESPN one. He looked pissed. He didn't get in, especially at halftime. That man was mad. I understand why he was mad, seeing how TCU was playing, but if if he's he's gonna come back with a fury. I don't know what you think, Caleb, but I I think Alabama is going to be the winners next year. The crazy thing is, I hate this. I thought that was going to be Bama this year. I thought this year Same. was the revenge tour. Bryce Young's last season, Will Anderson's last season. I thought they were going to beat everybody by 40, including beating Georgia. Like I thought there was no chance, but they actually looked soft this year. Uh, they did. They did. That Texas game, they looked really soft. Yeah, I mean, nine, a one-point game. Because yeah, they had two losses, doesn't go out, and some of their wins were like by the skin of their teeth. They weren't. Uh, Texas should have beat them. A and M should have beat them. I mean, next year is going to be tough, but but Saban, it's Saban when he gets a, a match lit under him, you know, when he gets that fury going, he I, he's scary. He's he's like Belichick uh, in the early, you know, late two thousands, early. 2010, 2011, you know, when he just got that match lit under him and was like, okay, guys, we're going to go out and win every game. He's gonna, if you don't win every game, I'm going to be mad. He's going to do that Kirby smart propaganda next year that Kirby was doing this year. Oh, without question. But and and their recruiting class this year looks amazing. Year, I think they have, obviously. what, like eight five-stars? One of the greatest of all they got time. That, oh, yeah, well, they got that dual commitment from that one high school from those two five-stars yeah. on the same day. Insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be insane. But back to the Natty about uh, Georgia and their propaganda. The sad thing is TCU should have had that mindset, but they didn't. You know, they, they just looked happy to be there. Like during warmups, I've heard reporters say that they just they didn't look intense. They didn't look insanely focused. They just seemed happy to be there. And that's just- I literally saw on Twitter the war the the, the only warmups I saw for TCU was the the placeholder practicing kicks. Holding the ball for kicks, like placeholding. I why is that? That's what's being shown on TV. That's your that's your hype for your fans. Is hey, my guy, he's not gonna mess the he's not gonna mess the snap up and the extra points. <laughs> if we get any, I mean, where's I, I agree? Where's the intensity? Like I, if I'm that big of an underdog, I think the biggest underdog in like twenty years. I'm going out there with. All the mentality. I'm going to win it. I'm getting in their faces. I'm going to win this thing. You're going down. It's it's David versus Goliath. Yeah. Goliath's going down. David's going to rule. It's going to be scary when we beat this. When we beat y'all, it's going to be bad for y'all. And that mentality was, hey, you know what? My draft stock maybe rises. We made it to the finals, the college football playoffs finals. Oh, we're playing Georgia. Losing that. Might get a better spot in the draft. Might get a better NIL deal. Oh, I had a nice week. Beds were comfy. Catering, great. Oh, we got to play football tomorrow? Oh, geez. I mean, you, did you hear about what uh, Carter was doing after last week, after people said he was out of stamina? He was, he was lazy. He was tired. Oh, no. What was he doing? He was getting up at eight in the morning, going for runs, getting on a treadmill in the hotel. He was he was literally building up for the game, going to media days, training his ass off in the morning just because he got called soft last week. That's awesome. He he was working his ass off, and that's kind of crazy to me, given that he's already a top three pick. I mean, that's that's why he's a top three pick. If you have that mentality to get better after one week. I mean, I and you see why they win. They you see why they won. Put up seventy five to seven. If if your number one player is doing that for Georgia, and I don't hear anything about that for TCU being those big of underdogs, no. it's it's sad. It really is. I mean, I I kind of wanted Max Duggan to step up a little more, have a little bit more leadership. I mean, he went on podcast. He went on Barstool. He was on podcast. Like he was a date. Like you know, like he's a celebrity now, going on daytime talk shows. <laughs> I mean, Stetson Bennett over there reading the playbook. Carter over there working out. Where's Where's Max Duggan? He's He's on a podcast talking to uh, some some people, which is great. Yeah. But I would do it afterwards, not before the biggest game of your life. But you know, it it is what it is. But I think at this point we're going to move on and we're going to talk about Black Monday. We're going to go straight to Dakota on this. Dakota, who is the most surprising head coach firing so far for you? Uh, thank you, Noah. Most surprising to me, Lovey Smith. He did a good job with the Bills when he was there, and then he was thrown in on a shit team with a 
third, four-string QB leading the way. I don't know what they expected from him. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of shitty on them. Okay, he did Caleb. only get one year too, so that was exactly crazy. one that year. Is that, that, that is true. That is true. Do you have the same pick? No, I don't. No. Oh, really? Uh, my most surprising, it might come as a shock, would be uh, Cliff Kingsbury. And actually, it, I can include Steve Kime with him as well, the GM. So Not because I think he's a great coach. Honestly, I think he's a horrible coach. He couldn't win in college when he had Patrick Mahomes. So I don't know why people expected him to win in the NFL. Because he uh, had Patrick Cliff Mahomes. Kingsbury, yeah, honestly. True. But Cliff Kingsbury did just sign a five-year extension at the beginning of the year. And now they're just going to buy him out and spend however many millions of dollars. That's crazy to me. I don't, that's such a bad run organization. If you, like a move to make to give someone a five year extension and then fire them ten months later. Yeah, I mean he's a he was guaranteed him the GM through twenty twenty seven along with Kyler. Like I don't even know why they gave him the extension. Exactly. If they weren't that confident in him, like why give him the extension? Exactly. I mean, my most surprising pick is again Luffy Smith. I thought. Their roster had a lot of talent. Defense rookies showed a lot of poise. Especially Pete. And I, yeah, I mean, and, and we saw Pierce was, you know, David Mills look. Yeah. You know. You were very is, generous with the term a lot of talent. I'll well, yes, I, I thought that too. But out of first year players, out of like the six, you know, the fifth, you know, these aren't like high. Not all of them were year, high Damian picks. Pierce, uh... Not all of them were high picks, so I, I thought they got really good value out of the draft, and I thought he earned another year, if you ask me. But hey, yeah, not my team, not my team. Honestly, they uh, might have fired him just for winning the last game of the season. That, you know, that's, that's why he won. If you ask me, that I heard he was fired. That's why I think that. he won. That's why he won because he was like, you know what? That was sending back to the Bills, baby. Chicago fans, they remember Bills. The uh, Bears remember. Also, yeah, hey, once a bear, always a bear. Yep. His record doesn't really reflect what he did with the team because he went to the Cowboys and he gave us a real run for our money. And then the very next he did. week, he went to the Chiefs and sent them to overtime and almost the, stole that game. the Eagles. Yeah. He did it to the Eagles as well. I mean, he had like four or five games against good teams where they, they were like leading in the teams. fourth quarter or behind mm-hmm. one possession. With so Davis he knows Mills what to do. Davis Mills, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> Jeff Driscoll as well. And there for some QB runs. Man never threw a pass, I don't think. Florida oh, legend. Tim yeah. Tebow wannabe. <laughs> so let's go into least surprising. Dakota, who do you got? Um, um, I'm going to go the opposite of Caleb. I'm going to say least surprising is Cliff Kingsbury. Mm. Not because of the... Uh, contract he was given, but just because it was horrible. He couldn't lead the team. He didn't have motivation towards the team. I mean, it seems like every week you saw another TikTok of Kyler Murray screaming halfway across the field at Cliff Kingsbury, and he just couldn't use uh, Kyler like he needs to be used. He needs someone that has some experience with really mobile QBs like they did in uh, Chicago. They really built around uh, – I can't even think Fields of – Fields does look dangerous. Fields. Yeah, you're going to say yeah. – yeah, yeah, Fields looks dangerous next year. Lamar, they, look how he is now that they really built around his running uh, you know, ability. They, they built their who, whole offense around Lamar too. Exactly. That is a downside though. You know, if you get if you get countered there and you're forcing him to throw, I mean, it could be detrimental. But but yeah, yeah you, you got to build around Kyler. Kyler there. can throw though. Kyler's he, has he an can. amazing arm. He, he can He's escape, got a cannon, but throw, run like he knows how to play the game. He just like he needs someone to like, you know, game manage or a. And I don't think we're ever gonna know whose fault that was with that contract clause about. You know, watching film. The video games. The video games. I mean, Warzone 2 did come out this year. Was that the downfall of the Cardinals? I don't know. Did you heard it here first. But I I, I could be. But, you know, Caleb, who do you have? Do you have the same thing or you you don't surprising. I don't know why this isn't everybody's least surprising. Nathaniel Hackett. No, I got this. Oh, my goodness. Was he he bad this year? 
I don't think oh it was him, though. Made Derek, he just All ended Derek Carr's career by being that bad of a head coach. Like, because I like Derek Carr. I'm a Derek Carr. Guy. Derek Carr? You mean you mean Man. you mean Russell Wilson? Yes. Yeah. 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 Russell I mean, Wilson. They're both pretty bad, but Russell, 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 a Hall of Fame quarterback. Hall of Fame quarterback. And yeah, I mean, I agree. He 100%. has the worst season he's ever had. I mean, like they were making the, memes the t- about him throwing touchdowns in the bathrooms in his house. People so, had them going to the Super Bowl. Right after yeah, that was fired. You saw Wilson do a little bit better, too. They played a little more competitive. Yeah, I would agree. He had yeah. to hire pretty much someone else to do his job for him. He needed a situational coach because he didn't know how to coach during situations with the time clock. And mm-hmm. that's just embarrassing. That's, man. that's sad. And I mean, he came from Green Bay. You know, he, he, he played with, he coached Aaron Rodgers as the offensive coordinator up there for so many, so many years. And he has no situational awareness. It, it was sad. It, was, it looked like I thought of him as like a peewee coach, you know, the one that's mm-hmm. just forced to be out there as a head coach. And then you got that like 18 year old brother on the sideline. That's the real coach. Like some he kid. just looked lost. He did. He did. Looked like he looked like he needed someone to just like hold his hand and follow him around. And be like, do I do this now? Do I do this? Should I call a timeout? I mean, like. You're the head coach. You don't ask those questions. You are the answer to those questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they have weapons on their team. It's not like they were bad. It's not yes. like the Texans. We're talking about how Levy Smith. Uh, yeah, they no wide there. receivers, but yeah. Texans Jerry had Judy. no wide receivers. Who does the Broncos got? Come on. Jerry Judy, Cordell I mean, Sutton. Texans I mean, did have Brandon Cooks. That's some studs. I mean, they didn't have nobody. Most of the year. He played yeah, like he didn't want to be on games. That, he didn't want to be on a poverty team. Exactly. Hey, most I mean, people the Broncos didn't want to be on the Broncos this year, anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We saw that. We saw that on the sidelines. Jesus, and the office—I was surprised the offensive lineman didn't pull a longest yard and just let them come through and knock the heck out of them. I, I almost felt bad for Russell because everybody seems to hate him. Yeah, I mean, it seems that way, but I mean, we saw what Seattle did and all the Seattle players, how happy they were after he left. So, I mean, I don't know. Was it really? Was it? Is Russell really the problem, or was it the coaching? I, I think we'll find out next year. Yeah, there might be a really good solution waiting in the wings for next year. Yeah, yeah, it's called eating the salary and cutting Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, that's that's a little far, but uh, maybe maybe a little far, but but I, I but I do agree. We give him another year, and I I, I do say that's that's the least surprising. I'm surprised he lasted that long. Definitely. But I mean, when when you have Super Bowl supposedly Super Bowl caliber team, and you. You go that bad into the season. I, I thought like right after Matt Rule got fired, I'm like, okay, they're giving Hackett. But it no, felt like every week was everybody was talking about if Nathaniel Hackett would be fired. Every it really week, was from like week ten on. It was that bad. I, I think it was like it was, it was a guessing game. It literally could have been a betting prop. Over under week eleven. Over under week twelve. Like it, 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 when's he getting fired? Because we all knew it was coming. We just didn't know when. Yes. So. I mean, that's why it's got to be the least surprising. So, Dakota, who do you have next on the firing train? Who's packing their bags and getting out of town next? Um, I'm not sure that he is going to get fired, but I think it like maybe Ron Rivera. Like he was Oof. a big name going into what was supposed to be Washington's great defense. They were predicted top three defense with Chase Young. Yeah. And then as soon as season started, it fell flat. There was nothing there. Like he's a good coach, but he just couldn't get anything done in Washington. He would have good times, it, bad times, but he just couldn't get the QB situation down, which is, I think is his problem. Then he traded for Carson Wentz. Like... He doesn't have a QB but starting Wentz over Heineke with the playoffs on that, the line, yeah, I do. I that is on him. It, it yeah, was Wentz. I mean, then he didn't Heineke. even know they had been eliminated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, man. It, yeah, I mean, and and their defense, the defense went down the second they didn't have Chase Young at the start of the year to that ACL yeah. tear. You know, he didn't he, he didn't come back till the end of the season. You know, and you know, I don't even know how they were projected that high without him. I mean, I, I guess maybe they thought in his camp he was going to have a miraculous recovery, but yeah, it seemed dismal. They'll probably lose pain as well. Yeah, I agree, Dakota. I think, I think, I think Ron Ron's on the hot seat next. Caleb, do you have something different, or are you yeah. sticking with Ron? 
Uh, I have something different, and I might know who's your. I might know who yours is, Noah. So I'm gonna go mm. with the wild card, Brandon oh. Staley. Oh, yes. Okay. So, yes. It, yes. so insane that was... roster. It's yeah. been stacked every high expectations every year. This is the first year they actually make the playoffs. And I think if he loses to Trevor Lawrence, uh, his job might be on the line, especially yeah. since he played his starters last week mm-hmm. and Mike Williams got injured. And Joey Bosa, too. Yeah. Oh. So that just and Joey insane. Bosa just came back from injury. Their I mean, seed was already locked up. They had nothing, they had to, play nothing to play for. I mean, not only did they you play have... all their starters, uh-huh. they still lost. They lost I mean, yeah. and got injured. It, it, that was hard to watch because I was watching that game and I watched him get hurt and I'm just sitting there going, "What is he doing?" I I mean I was like I felt bad for Chargers fans because like I'm rooting for the Chargers, but oh, I love the Justin Herbert, amazing. That scenario sounds Herbert. like the Cowboys as well. Our seed was locked. Yeah, it does. Yeah, our seed was pretty much locked. I mean that, that. Okay, so that's my pick. It will be the Cowboys. It was Brandon Staley or Mike McCarthy. If Mike McCarthy, if we lose Monday night. Uh, oh, even I think if we lose afterwards and we win, if we win Sean against Tampa Payton, Bay, come home. Sean Payton come probably home. is coming home. We know he has a house around Dallas. We know he's coached in Dallas. We know he wants to be here. I don't think Mike McCarthy deserves to be fired. The defense, our defense right now is missing our top, our, our second and third cornerbacks. I mean, we are we're grasping for straws here outside of digs. So I do think that Mike McCarthy deserves more time especially given Dak's injury and Dak's inability to throw a pass this season. Um, but he, but, but, but again, you know, Dak comes back, we have the number one offense, but he's also throwing tons of picks. So, I mean, where are we really at with the offensive defense? I don't know, but we'll have to see Monday night. If Mike McCarthy comes out, has a good game plan, makes good decisions on the field. I think he keeps his job, but the idea that Sean Payton could come back and coach the Cowboys Jerry's going to Jerry take Jerry loves day. himself some Peyton, man. <coughs> also, but I think McCarthy's problem is a culture problem. Like you see with the the Cowboys, they've never been the past two years. They've never or three years. They've never been strong mentally. It's been no. penalties. It's been not being prepared to play. They just didn't look ready to play. They didn't look like they cared really on Sunday. It's just yeah. embarrassing. I mean, we we need that. Uh, we need that. What was he when he was smashing watermelons? We need that. Yeah, do that, that every that, game. That Mike McCarthy come Monday night because yeah, lackluster last week. Did y'all see lackluster. the Kirby Smart uh, audio? The where he's like giving yes. his team up. Yes, yes. Like yes. we need that. Like we need someone. That's to what we need. Yeah, yeah. maybe fire. Kirby can come to the league. We'll see. Dude, yeah, maybe. Maybe we hire Kirby. Maybe we hire Kirby. But no, he's under same, contract. So. But for now. Oh, it would be nice, but you know, Jerry has some uh, big pockets. Jerry, will pay Jerry that does off have some easy. big pockets. Send, send Georgia that yacht, you know. Send <laughs> be like, hey, you can use these for the the players. The students I, can come have like a minute on there. He's not a head coach so. yet, but what are your thoughts on uh, Kellen Moore as our OC? How are you, what are your thoughts on him? On how he's doing? Huh. He's doing all right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's it's tough because you know you had Cooper Rush and you had Dak come back, so we didn't have like a full season. I thought yeah. his game plan with Cooper Rush was great. I thought Dak had good moments. I thought Dak also had bad moments. I don't know if that was the play calling or Dak just forcing throws, but either way, that was something that's got to change. He might so. leave soon. Yeah, yeah. He will. He interviewed with the Panthers. Yeah. So yeah. Well, let's move on. Let's see. We will cover next week. I'm giving you a little teaser for next week. We're going to cover the best head coaching positions in depth. So we're going to go through uh, their cap space, their free agents, their picks and everything available. So we're going to cover that next week, everybody. And we're going to go dive deep into rankings and stuff like that. I think that'll be interesting. I think there'll be a few more slots opened up so we can have more leeway with that. But for our final segment today, we're going to move on to our playoff bracket. We're going to make our predictions live here. I've got my brackets out. I'm going to write them down as they call them out as we do them. So we're, we're going to dive right into it. Dakota, give me your playoff bracket, starting with the Chargers and the Jaguars. Who you got? Uh, Chargers, Jaguars. Uh, harping on what Caleb said earlier, you know, I just don't think that they can really get it done, you know. Plus, with Mike Williams and Joey Boza out, 
I don't know how it, how they think they're going to do it all. And uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's looking great this year. I believed in him last year, but he kind of – Urban Meyer really tanked that. But he came out this year, and he <laughs> has done great. I love the coach. He's really gone into him, and I think that he can really boost them to a, a nice wild card playoff win. Jaguars for sure. Okay, I like it. I like it. Ravens, Bengals. Who you got? Ravens, Bengals. Uh, you know, I, I gotta go Bengals. Even if Lamar comes back, Bengals. I just don't see the Ravens doing much because I mean their wide receivers are all wide receiver threes at best. Uh, tight end is spotty. Ooh at times, Ooh. and uh, their defense gives up big plays. Jamar Chase, Oof. big play waiting to happen. Ooh, don't Bengals. hold anything back. Bills, Dolphins, I think that's a shoe-in, but who you got? Oh, my goodness. Uh, ooh, you know, this one's going to be real close. You know, you got uh, the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, the Bills all the way. Bills, they, they just manhandle them. It might look like the TCU Georgia game, honestly. It, it could. It could. <laughs> Caleb, I can see let's the go memes over now. to you. Let's get those first rounds in the AFC. Who you got? Chargers, Jaguars. Surprisingly, I'm going to agree with Dakota. I think the Jaguars over the Chargers, uh, mainly because I think the quarterbacks are almost equal. It's they almost it's almost a wash, but I think Doug Peterson is a better coach and a better playoff coach than Brandon oh, Staley. Sure. Is. Okay. It hurts okay. me to say. And with all the injuries that the Chargers have, the Jags are hot and the Chargers are not right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I and agree. they're healthy. They're really who healthy. You got, who you got on the next game? Ravens, Bengals? Uh, I would pick the Bengals either way, okay. but I don't believe Lamar Jackson's going to play. Me neither. I don't know if it's because of health or because he's holding up for his contract, but I think the Bengals are the hottest team or second hottest team in the league right now. And they just got that fire underneath them. The coin flip scandal has really, really <laughs> fired them up. So I think it's going to be Bengals for sure. Okay. And I'm assuming you're taking the Bills as well and the Dolphins. Bills by 40. Uh, yeah. It'll be yeah. a rematch in the divisional with Bengals-Bills. That'll be an interesting game. Good game. So I'm going to go a little different. I'm taking the Chargers. I, mm. I watched that I last Jaguars it. game. Offense looks oh, yeah. lackluster from what I've seen against Tennessee. So I'm taking the Chargers here. But the last two games, I'm going Bengals and I'm going Bills for the same reasons. Lavar's not going to play. Even if he Skyler does. Thompson's going to beat Josh Allen. Oh in, Definitely not. That'd be the Buffalo. biggest upset of my lifetime, maybe. I mean, I, I saw a stat today. The last time they won in like under 40 temperatures been like 10 years. They've lost like every game, like the last 10, 12 games under 40. So better warm up them hammies. So I, I am taking, I know I am taking chargers. I'm taking Bengals and I'm taking bills for the first round. So Dakota, Caleb, y'all are looking out pretty similar. You got chiefs at Jaguars. Um, I mean, Jaguars at chiefs. Sorry. And then you have the Bengals at the bills. So Dakota, you go first, give me your takes on both. And then Caleb do the same since y'all got the same picks on that side wait which one first give me the jags at the chiefs who you got dakota oh you know jags are looking good but i th- I think they hit a brick wall patrick mahomes he's like houdini dude you can have him <laughs> middle it. of a sack animation he's thrown that thing 50 yards <laughs> and somehow kelsey is going to be uncovered and <laughs> have a in the most important play of the game yeah yeah yep, yep. So yep, I I, yep, I just happen. don't see how they can get over that hill. That's a steep hill, and uh, it's a mountain. It's a, it's a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same thoughts. Great minds think alike there. Caleb, you got the same. I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, definitely. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be amazing in the future, and he's showing signs uh, of being great this year. But it's the Chiefs. It's at home. Uh, the Chiefs always play at home. It's insane. Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game, and it just blows my mind. It does. It blows your mind. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. And yeah, Chiefs is just going to be too oh, much for the Jaguars. Yeah. And I'm assuming that y'all are going to be different on this next one. Bengals at Bills. Uh, Dakota, who you got? Maybe. <sighs> um, you know, 
it's going to be a good rematch for sure because we didn't mm-hmm. get to see them earlier in the year because of uh, Demar Hamlin. I'm glad he's doing okay, yeah, but I the Bills look like they were on a slight decline towards the end of the year. They weren't like the powerhouse bulldozer that everyone thought they were going to be. They had flaws, and people were really uh, exploiting that. And I think the Bengals, you know, they really uh, take advantage of it. And I think the the Bengals really come out on top on this one. Okay, you got the Bengals. I, I like it. I like it. Caleb, do you have the same? Or are you going Bills? Gone back and forth a hundred times. It could go either way. It could go. Like, I, every time I make a decision in my head, I argue against it. But I think I'm going to stick with Bills. Oh, uh, mainly okay. because of the emotional factor. I think they're going to be playing for Demar. I know that's kind of a cop out, but with kind of all the disrespectful thing Chiefs have been doing. I mean, not Chiefs. The Bengals have been doing all week with the coin flip celebration and kind of whining and complaining about the coin flip, and it kind of disrespecting Demar Hamlin's family. I think the Bills come out swinging, and I think they get one over on Joe Cool and the Bengals. Okay, okay, I'd like it. Because I have the same. I have the Bills beat the Bengals. I think they build them, beat them by two possessions for sure. Ooh. Josh Allen's coming out, balling out, lights the than me. He's, he's, Josh Allen's going to have something to play for. He wants Patrick Mahomes. He wants him. He wants him in the AFC Championship. He wants to go to the Super Bowl. He's not letting it happen yes. again. I I'm taking I'm taking my Bills. I love I love Josh Allen. I love I love the Bills. So I'm I'm taking them all day. I I and you know it's not bias because I, after last week with that antics like you were saying, I I think the antics played too much of a part. And I, why it's would you be want a that? Very emotionally charged game. Yes, it's going to be super emotionally charged, and I think the Bengals have that on their side. And of course, I've taken the Chiefs. I do see scenarios where the Chargers win because the Chiefs have had flaws this year. So, but I again, health is my cons- concern with the Chargers right now. I I feel like they don't really need it as much to beat the Jaguars as they do Kansas City. So, I mean, if you without Mike Williams and Bosa against the Jaguars, you can still pull it off. But you're gonna need them against the Chiefs, and if they're hurt, you're not you're not getting it. So, I I, I have to go Chiefs there. It does hurt me to say, but uh, I I do see a world where the Chargers win that. But I I got Chiefs Bills. Yeah, me too. So, so Caleb, on that note, who are you taking to the Super Bowl? Bills at the Chiefs, I believe. Or I, Bills, I don't understand. I, I believe it's a tiebreaker. Chiefs right? home. Chiefs. Chiefs are the one seed. Chiefs don't have to play on the road all year. All but playoffs. I, what? What is that with the Hamlin situation? That's, is, that's not is, with uh, the Bills. Is that with Chiefs, Cincinnati? I believe. Yeah, okay. I believe I, it's I, not I, with, If yeah. we get there, they'll figure it out. Uh, I, I still Chiefs, think that's all speculation. It'll be Chiefs at home. I know they talked about like a neutral site, but I'm pretty sure Chiefs will be at home. And it's it's Chiefs, man. Like Chiefs to Super Bowl. I know it's boring okay. for most like almost every year you could pick the Chiefs, but That's fine, the, that's fine. For good the reason. Bills have had some in, honestly, have some injuries and the Chiefs the Chiefs, man. The Chiefs are just rolling. I think they uh Pat Mahomes set the yardage record this year. I think they roll into the playoffs. I mean to the Super Bowl. Okay. Dakota, you got the Chiefs or are you going Bengals? For sure, Chiefs. I mean, they're doing this well, and they don't even have like a superstar receiver. They got Juju, and he. I mean, he did get nine hundred yards, but like, he, they just got rid of Tyree Kill, and yeah, this it's is a lot of uh, production. Yeah, and well, he's, they got the. They have the new Tyree Kill. His name's Jared McKinnon, who has more oh. receiving touchdowns this year than Tyree is that Kill. Tighter record, yeah, 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 yeah. In I mean, the, I, yeah. I think I think he'll be key playoffs for sure. Curry Him first. and Kelsey are going to be the backbone of that receiving core, and they'll probably look, run the ball too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Pacheco's been doing really well in this back half of the year. Like I had him, I picked him up on one of my fantasy teams, and he was a stud. He helped me win one of my championships. Oh, it's solid. But uh, well, they have a good team. I, I like them. I I I see where y'all coming from, but as I said earlier, Bills to the Super Bowl, baby, all the way. I would love it. Allen is literally going to be like Buffalo deserves nope. it, man. Allen's like, nope, not this year, Mahomes. 
you you take you take the you take the week off, you take those two weeks, you go play in the Pro Bowl, you know, you know, have a nice little off season. I'm going to Super Bowl. I might win a Super Bowl. That that, that that's Josh Allen's mindset. He he's he's primetime LeBron. Like he's bent over, staring at you, he's glaring at you. Josh Allen all the way. No questions asked. I like it. So let's move on to the NFC now. So let's go with Caleb first here. Caleb, who you got? Cowboys at the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. This this hurts me. But Tom Brady eight zero versus the Cowboys after Monday. Not yet. It's just seven and zero. No, eight zero after, after Monday. Monday. No, no, after no, Monday. Eight no. That's what I'm saying. Eight no. I. Cowboys are on the lowest they've been, and it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. Um, I almost refuse to bet against him. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, yeah. well, well, that's fine. That's fine. Giants at the Vikings. Who you got? I think this will be a really close game, like a very entertaining game to watch. I agree. The, I agree. The Vikings, the Vikings, I think, take it. But I don't know. The last game was a field goal game. But yeah, I think Vikings take it. Oh, what time is this game played? Actually, I do not know. I I just I have not looked at the, the earlier updated. in the day, the Sunday, better for the Vikings. I think. I think the I think the Vikings take. Let it. me look real quick because I just looked when the Cowboys because they released it so late. I just did not care to look. The Vikings play at three thirty, so mid afternoon, oh. and they're oh. playing on Fox. So they have a chance. The they Vikings. have a chance. They it's not a chance. prime time. It's not. 7.30 at night on NBC. No, so. no, it's not. They have a chance. So they, so you're taking the Vikings. Taking the Vikings. Okay, I like it. Seahawks at the 49ers. Who do we got? 49ers by 50. Okay, okay. It is a divisional game that was disrespectful, so I think it might be a little bit closer, but be a little 49ers closer. are going to roll this playoffs. Okay. I, 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 I can see that happening. Now, Dakota, let's go to you. Cowboys at Bucks. Who you got? Um, it, in my head, this may be a little biased because I'm a big Cowboys fan, but I still think the Cowboys can pull it off. Tom Brady, I've, it's not been a good season. Look at the division. Any other division, mm-hmm. he would have been out of the playoffs, but he got he got lucky. He's in a poverty division. <laughs> but he just hasn't really? looked good. Like he had one good game at, there at the end of the season with Mike Evans, but other than that, it just feels like nothing's really clicked too much on offense. And even though the Cowboys are struggling the past few weeks, I still think they can really come around and uh, okay. pull it off. It's all based off a of Dak. He is the heartbeat really of the team. He's not the best or anything, but. If he does good, the team is good. If he does bad, everybody's bad. It's up to him, agree, but Drew. I think we pull it off. I like Gotta it. I like so. it. Gotta hope. Giants at Vikings at three thirty on Fox. Not a primetime game. You still taking um, the Vikings? Yeah, I mean, the Giants—they've <clears throat> had a good season in comparison to what everyone thought they were going to be. We we were thought to be a poverty division as well, but we really came out and showed everybody. Giants did good. Teams, almost four. Should have been a four. Yeah. Uh, Giants, there. they did good, even though they also had a very depleted wide receiver room. And even tied in, they didn't even have a good tight end. They had Saquon for the most part. And the receivers, <laughs> there were a couple here and there that did good this week. Another one did good that week. But even so, Daniel Jones has had a great season. I think he was like top 10, top 8 QB on the season. He had great yards, not many interceptions. He really got stuff done. Also, he can rush, which is great in this league. But I don't think he can get they can get over that Vikings offense. They're just going to throw it up to Justin Jefferson. <clears throat> He'll come down every time. A Vikings. Gotcha. Are you taking mm-hmm. 49ers by 50 as well? <laughs> no, I, I actually I think uh, every time we think a game's going to be a blowout, I always think in my head of all the it's going to be close. division division games are always close. It is a they got something game. else to fight more yeah. than just a win. This is bragging rights. This is everything you want in uh your teams a playoff I, game. Yeah, 
I think mm-hmm. it's going to be really close, but in the end, San Francisco will pull it through. Uh, Brock Purdy's look good. They have CMC. They have Debo, mm-hmm. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Debo's back, man. That's that's Kittle. Scary. Kittle's there. They have a monster offense to go with that just scary defense. I don't see how they can. Purdy and Kittle have been amazing together, too. Exactly. Yeah, they, they really have. Oh, in the last really three have. years, George Kittle had 12 touchdowns with Jimmy G. In the last five games, he has seven with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, Brock Purdy, if Brock Purdy can do good this uh, playoff, uh, I think there's a real discussion between him and Lance because Purdy's a great. Trade and Lance, trade I have there's a good job he starts next year. I think he yeah. starts next year, honestly. Yeah, it depends if he does good this game or not, but I think there's going to be a definitely battle at the position. I agree. I have a little different than y'all's brackets. I do have the Cowboys. My Cowboys winning. You know, Brady has we haven't beat Brady yet, but we've seen how he played this year. I think the Cowboys bounce back here. I'm really excited for the game Monday night. This is where I differ. I have the Giants beating the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a poverty franchise. I think they've won too many one-score games. I don't think they deserve the three seed. I think they'll double Justin Jefferson, and they will be beat. And I do do agree. I think the 49ers probably blow out the Seahawks. I'm rooting for the Seahawks here. I really am. See what Geno Smith can do. Let's see what contract he can get from this postseason because if he plays good he'll get one but i have the 49ers winning and and i'm gonna let's move on to the next round i'll start i have the cowboys at the 49ers and then i have the giants at the eagles i'm taking the eagles i can see the giants upsetting them eagles have had moments i watched the last game the eagles almost lost to the giants backups almost it was a two possession game but almost I do have the Cowboys beating the 49ers. You can laugh at me later. You can call it bias all you want. I'm going with the Cowboys here. I think they'll overcome it from last year. I think Dak will have a bounce back postseason. I'm really rooting for him. And I'm going to give it all it is. Dakota, what do you got? Um, Who do I have? I have Vikings and... You have Vikings playing at the 49ers and the Cowboys playing with the Eagles. I, I think 49ers... Like they finally hit something they can't overcome. And I think that defense is going to leave Jefferson with a bad stat line. And if hmm. Jefferson does bad, their whole team is stuck. Uh so yeah, forty nine on that one and Eagles, Cowboys. Um just just nobody just the out. Eagles. Nobody. I got the I got the Eagles. Uh, okay. the Eagles—they're just—they're uh, just that dude right now. I don't see anybody even coming. I don't see us really doing what it takes. Cowboys to get over can't that play on grass either, so uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that is true. So, Caleb, who you got? Buccaneers uh, or the first, Eagles, and then Vikings. Buccaneers Eagles first. Um, I think the Buccaneers beat the Eagles. Ooh, they did it last year. It's roughly the same teams. Uh, I know. Tampa Bay has some injuries on that their O line, like Tampa Bay's injuries I think on their O line. I think the I think Eagles Jensen's coming back. I think the Eagles might think they can terrorize Tom Brady, but I think he's Tom Brady. I trust Tom Brady over Jalen Hurts. I'm so, I don't think Jalen Hurts can do it in the playoffs. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. He's had one good year. He's extremely overrated. But yeah, like definitely it. Tampa Bay into the conference championship. Are you taking? Are you taking 49ers as well? Yeah, 49ers. I think absolutely dominate the Vikings. Uh, okay. Kirk Cousins can't play in big games. Nope. Um, and I mean, we haven't seen Brock, Brock Purdy yet, but I think Kyle Shanahan can win with literally anybody at quarterback. I uh, agree. They're, they're just on a roll. They're the hottest team in the league right now. Ten okay, games so, in a row, and if they get to this game, will be eleven games in a row that they've won. Insane. So are you taking them to beat the Buccaneers as well? You taking that upset I, yeah. at home? I think Nick Bosa might get three and a half sacks against oh the Buccaneers. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, so so I'm I very high on the on the Forty ers this year. I think okay. they roll through the I, I can tell. I can tell. Are you higher than them on the Chiefs? Because you got the Chiefs Forty ers Super Bowl. What are you going with? Who's winning it all? Give me your MVP. <laughs> winning it all. 
Got to choose Mahomes I, or Purdy. I think, I think just because no rookie's ever won it and it's his first playoffs, I think Pat Mahomes gets another one over the 49ers. Uh, they okay. just, I think the Chiefs just have the 49ers number. I don't gotcha, know. I gotcha. Mahomes, Mahomes Super Bowl MVP as well? Oh, definitely. For sure. Gotcha. Him or Kelsey, gotcha. honestly. Yeah, that, that's true. Unless, so, Dakota, you, you going the same route? Uh, or how, how you how you going that? For sure. I'm, you, my route's looking 49ers the same. 49ers all the way? 49ers and Chiefs. Um, and then when it gets down to the finals, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he just has the experience. He's been in this big game, and he's won and lost in this big game. So he knows what to do, what not to do. And like I said earlier, he's a magician, you know. He knows what it takes to get done, and he's going to pull it out. Brock Purdy, he's just he's young. Human. Yeah. He's not human, yeah. but I, I mean. I, he, he was Mr. Irrelevant. He doesn't have the experience as a rookie, and I agree. Mahomes is going to dominate it if that's the match. Yeah. It kind of like back when uh, the it was Patriots versus Rams. Rams was just too young of a team to go against Tom Brady. Tom Brady knew mm-hmm. what it took, mm-hmm. and he really steamrolled over a young team. Same thing's going to happen, Chiefs. Well, I'm going to go a little different. We already know I got the Bills. I'm taking the Cowboys to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. Cowboys are beating the Eagles in the rematch. Of the season, oh, they're going to go game. to Philadelphia. They're going to beat the Eagles. We know Jalen Hurts can't throw. Force that man to throw. Hopefully we have a second cornerback by then. I pray to God we do. But I'm taking my Cowboys to the Super Bowl. The Ron Bland. Yeah, we do. But will he start? I don't yeah, know. Third quarter cornerback. Well, we could have Rhodes. We'll, we'll see. But I am yeah, taking maybe. the Bills-Cowboys Super Bowl. And I do hate to say it, but the Bills <coughs> will win that game. Oh, rematch. Third time's the charm, man. Third time is the charm. The Bills will come back, and they will beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen will get his first Super Bowl MVP. Many of many more to come in the near future. I can see it happening. I, I, I have a very clear vision. Now, my whole thing is going to rest on if Mike McCarthy can actually coach a football team. Uh, uh, um, but your problem. Saw last year. So, but I, I, I do. I'm taking the Bills. So... I, I'm hopeful the Cowboys get there, but I don't think they win at all. So that's going to wrap up this week's episode. I hope everyone enjoyed that's listening. I hope y'all tune in next week. Hopefully we'll have an updated cover logo. Hopefully we'll have some more updated stuff on the podcast, and hopefully you will be here. So thank you all for joining us. I will see you all next week, and I will leave you all with this outro music. Mm-hmm.